Hey, Parenting Beyond Discipline listeners, ready to create a home that fosters love, warmth, and style? Look no further than Home Threads, your partner in crafting a nurturing environment. At HomeThreads.com, explore a thoughtfully curated collection of furniture designed for families who believe in positive parenting. From cozy reading nooks to durable playroom essentials, our pieces are crafted to enhance your parenting journey. Home Threads has an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and accessories like throw pillows, blankets to snuggle under for family movie nights or reading time that helps you create the warm, cozy home that is the foundation for happy family memories. I love all the great pieces I've gotten from Home Threads to finish the look in my home. Gorgeous yet durable and cozy accent throw pillows, blankets, and some really cute wall decor. I have an ocean theme throughout my downstairs, so I got a couple of really great wall pieces to finish that look, and some picture frames for the family photos. Visit homethreads.com parenting today and get a code for 15% off your order. That's homethreads.com parenting parenting to get your code for 15% off your order because great parenting deserves a great home. Home threads. Love where you live. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. <sniffs> and this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty ultra strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty. <sniffs> Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline. Your Village is the most comprehensive site for evidence-based parenting classes available on demand at yourvillageonline.com. Our 50 plus classes give parents the foundation, steps, and tools for creating strong, healthy relationships with their children, resulting in responsible, cooperative, happy, and successful children and families. My goal is to help parents support their children in finding and reaching their own unique potential. The podcast is a place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your village founder and your host, Erin Royer. So last week, I shared a little bit about summer and our family summer, and I decided it would be good to make this episode the summer episode to give some good hacks for fun and safety during the summer. So for working parents, summer may not feel like as much of a shift as it does for stay-at-home or work-at-home parents, but for all of us, it does usually mean a few things, like kids staying out later and playing with longer daylight hours. So just more outdoor activities in general, bikes, scooters, pools, basketball, more time in the sun, whether at home, camp, or preschool, or daycare, later evenings and bedtimes. And for school-aged children, no homework, so yay. But it also means different schedules, daycare, camps, and usually a vacation to plan and enjoy. So first, I'm gonna share some of my favorite parenting hacks and tips for summer, and then, of course, I wouldn't feel like I'm doing my job if I didn't cover some safety tips. So I love this one. I've been doing this for years. When you go somewhere, a public pool, the beach, a water park, what have you, where you may have to leave some valuables, you wanna take a diaper or a pull-up and get the inside decently wet so it fills up some of the absorbent material so it seems used. Then you can leave your valuables, your phone, your wallet, money, 
inside the diaper or diapers. And then I tie ours up, I do a couple of them, and then I'll tie them up inside of a plastic bag. I also just started doing this one, and I actually will probably continue it into the school season too. And this is more for older kids, like six and above, but you can create an easy do-it-yourself snack station. When kids are home more, and especially older kids, they have a tendency to grab a bag of snacks and just go to town. And my oldest is terrible about this. He's a swimmer, so he can just grab a bag of pretzels or lentil chips and just sit and eat practically the entire thing in one sitting if I don't stop him. If I'm running an errand, I can come home to find three quarters of a bag of veggie chips gone. Now, I don't care if they're made of veggies. It's still not a good portion control. So using small storage containers, you can create sensible portions of the snacks. And kids can do this themselves. So when we get home from the grocery store, I have each kid take their favorite snacks and create portions out of them and put them in the containers. So we look at the bag and we see what the portions sizes or the box. So if it's a half a cup or if it's in ounces, we'll use the kitchen scale. So it teaches them good skills for healthy eating and knowing what a portion size really is because it's surprising. They get practice with measuring and they get to take on some responsibility of the process. And then they have the snacks ready for when they want it. Then for us, they can have one portion of the snack at a time and then some fruit or veggie or yogurt to create some balance in the snacks. So they're not just chowing down on the pre-packaged type snacks. And we use things that try to stay pretty healthy. We use veggie chips, lentil curls, wheat thins, those types of things. But still, I don't want them just going to town on them or nuts like peanuts, but I still don't want them just eating as much as they want of it. When going to the pool, beach, etc., you want to bring some healthy snacks. So one great thing to do is you can use an egg carton to transport fruit that bruises easily, except bananas, they don't really fit. But plums, apples, nectarines, peaches, these are great candidates so they don't get smashed in the cooler by drinks and other heavier items. You can stick those on top and then they have more bulk instead of just like one plum that gets like dropped down to the bottom and the Gatorade bottle sits on it and smashes it and then it's not edible. Bug repellents, if you're like me and you don't like the idea of chemicals found in most commercial bug repellents on your kid's skin or on your own skin, I love Burt's Bees Bug Repellent. It actually smells really good too. It has ingredients like castor oil, rosemary oil, lemongrass, cedar, peppermint, citronella, clove oil. And we actually use this, my husband and I, in the jungles of Thailand on our honeymoon and it works really well. We were trying to get pregnant at the time so I was adamant about not having any chemicals such as DEET in anything I put on my skin. And I felt like it worked even better actually than those other brands that do have those chemicals in them. Now when it comes to bug bites like mosquitoes, the itch can drive you mad and your kids, if they're going crazy about itches, are going to drive you crazy with their itches. Mosquitoes love me. Actually, I'm the best repellent for anyone else around that there is. If I'm around, the mosquitoes won't bother you. And that's if I'm not wearing my repellent, of course. Now at night, if there's a mosquito in our room, I will wake up with like 10 new bites all over me, anything that's showing out from under the sheets, the covers, and my husband will have nothing. They will eat me alive and leave him alone. So when your kids do get bitten, there are some great options for this. One great natural and inexpensive remedy is apple cider vinegar, and also Burt's Bees, again, has a pretty good bug bite remedy as well. 
When it comes to stings, though, like bees, wasps, sometimes even bigger animals like jellyfish, so long as it's a more mild sting. Otherwise, if it's something more serious, obviously you want to seek first aid immediately from the lifeguard at the beach. But meat tenderizer is a great remedy. It breaks down the proteins that cause the stinging. It reduces pain, swelling, and itching. So I always carry meat tenderizer in my first aid kit for the car. I take it to the beach, at the pool, to help with especially those bug stings, those bee stings and such. Also, a mild hydrocortisone cream and an oral antihistamine can reduce the swelling and itching as well. So these are definite must-haves for the summer first aid kit. Keep it handy at all times. We have one inside our house, a bigger one, and then a smaller one that stays in the car, and then that we will transport to the beach or to the pool when we're out and about. Sunscreen, 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 sunscreen. This is the most important daily summer accessory in my opinion. Well, actually sunblock, so let's talk about the difference. Technically speaking, sunscreens use chemicals to absorb UV rays so they don't penetrate the skin. Sunblocks use minerals, titanium dioxide or zinc oxide, to physically deflect rays from the skin. So, But these terms are often used interchangeably, even by the manufacturers themselves. Sunblocks are generally recommended for babies and children overusing sunscreens by pediatricians, advocacy groups, environmentalists, etc. for these various reasons. Because they don't soak up the rays and because they're more environmentally friendly and you can get them without a lot of chemicals if you get the right kind you know what to look for. When you soak up the sun's ultraviolet rays, it speeds up the aging of your skin and raises the risk of skin cancer. Now, I can't tell you the number of times I got sunburned as a kid probably at least once a year, but usually more than once a year for the first 12 years of my life. And even one sunburn increases the risk of skin cancer. So apply sunblock often, but not just any sunblock. I'm super picky about these. And I found my favorite for me and for my family. I use it for me every time I get into the pool, even in the winter, in the early morning hours when the sun is barely up. But my skin has gotten too much damage already, so I'm pretty diligent about staying protected. And I actually even wear an SPF 50 surf shirt when I swim in the summer months, in addition to the sunblock. Now, it's recommended to use sunblock with at least an SPF, that's a sun protection factor of 15 or above, that has both UVA and UVB protection every time you and your child go outside. I will put it on even when I'm just driving in the car. The sun that comes into that window, it hits my left arm and my left arm has a little more damage than the other. So now I protect my skin even when I'm driving. My neck, my face, my arms, I put it on before I even just drive to go take my kids somewhere. Now, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics and the American Association of Dermatology, this is what you want. You want to apply the sunblock liberally 30 minutes before going out in the sun and reapply every two hours or sooner if swimming, sweating, or toweling off, even if it's cloudy. Even waterproof sunscreens lose effectiveness after about 80 minutes in the water. Now, I've done a lot of research on sunscreens to find the ones that block the UVA and UVB rays, but also don't contain the chemicals that are known or suspected to be potentially harmful. And I found one that's my favorite because it's a totally safe sunblock with 20% zinc oxide, and it's broad spectrum for athletes, so for the sweating, for the swimming, and they actually have one formulated for kids as well. It's water resistant for up to 80 minutes, 
So that's the one that I use for us because we are just so active outdoors. But there are lots of options for this that that's what you want to look for. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. My favorite thing about Armoire is all the different style and occasion options from casual to athleisure to night out, work formal, work casual, a total of eight different occasions, three weather options, and 11 categories including accessories, outerwear, and blazers, just to name a few. With Armoire, you can always have something new to wear without the hassle and closet clutter. You know the feeling. You open your closet, it's full, but you have quite literally nothing to wear. You're bored with everything in there. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothes for every occasion. Whether you're planning your outfit for date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for a black tie event, you will be the best-dressed person in the room. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off the first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash parenting. That's armoire.style. A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash parenting to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important. But did you know indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Puro Air uses a stronger filter called a HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. In laboratory studies, users saw noticeably cleaner air in just 30 minutes. When it comes to babies and children, there's nothing worse than dealing with a cranky baby or child who can't sleep because of congestion. Air purifiers can help reduce congestion and improve immune system function to fight those winter colds and flus. I use my Puro Air purifiers to clean the air in my home, especially in our bedrooms while we sleep. It has a quiet, relaxing hum and cleans the air from pet dander, allergens, viruses, dust, mold, odors, and contaminants. It has four levels, low, medium, high, and sleep, and four different timer options so you can customize it to your home and your needs. Check out Puro Air at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T. P-U-R-O-A-I-R dot com. Puro Air is the only air filter that uses a HEPA 14 filter. That's getpuroair.com. Now that we're back from the break, let's get into some more summer safety tips. Now, I know I talked about some of these in last year's episode, but these are so unbelievably important that I just can't cover this topic and feel like I'm doing my job if I don't talk about these again. Helmets. Helmets, 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 helmets. There is nothing that drives me crazier than seeing these kids around our town and neighborhoods riding around on scooters and bikes without helmets. As an avid cyclist, I never go out without my helmet ever on my bike. I don't drive in my car with my helmet, but I will never get on my bike without wearing my helmet. 
more children ages 5 to 14 are seen in emergency rooms for injuries related to biking than any other sport. But proper safety precautions and learning and following safety rules can prevent these injuries. Helmets can reduce the risk of severe brain injuries by 88%, yet only 45% of children 14 and under regularly wear a bike helmet. A helmet is the single most effective safety of a device available to reduce head injury and death from bicycle crashes. Now, actually in California, it is the law to wear a properly fitted and fastened helmet for everyone under the age of 18 riding a bicycle. So when you're, when, if you live in California and your kids are not wearing a helmet, it's actually against the law and you can get ticketed. So always, always, always make sure your child wears a helmet. Now my kids know that if I catch them riding without a helmet, they are banned from scooters, bikes, skateboards, and anything that would require a helmet for a month. It may sound harsh, but I do not mess around with that. Brain damage is forever. And I've seen kids, my kids and other people's kids, hit a patch of water on a scooter and go down so fast before they even know what happened. There was actually a nine-year-old in our town who fell down on his scooter and hit his head on a curb. Didn't involve a car. He just slipped and fell, hit his head on a curb. He was not wearing a helmet and he became severely brain damaged. It's just not an option to wear a helmet or not. My kids know how serious I am and so they've never forgotten to wear their helmets. Now, it's not just important to have kids wear a helmet, but it must be fitted properly. A loose helmet that doesn't cover and protect the frontal cortex, that's the forehead, the brain that's under the forehead area, is also almost completely useless. Hanging chin straps, chin straps that aren't hooked, helmets on the back of the head, you might as well just not wear one. So make sure the chin strap is tight and you can fit only one to two fingers in it below the chin. Make sure it is down covering the forehead. I mean, you don't wanna choke the kid, of course, but it does need to be snugly fitted. Also, helmets that have been in an accident, even if you don't see the damage to it, if the kid has fallen and hit their head and the helmets hit the ground, it can compromise the integrity of the materials and it won't be as effective in the next fall. So just throw it away and replace it. Also, helmets are only good for five years, so replace them. If you buy new, you're good because chances are your child will outgrow it before it expires. And frankly, you should always buy new. You never know if a used helmet has been in a crash or not. They do have dates of the manufacturer on the inside, so you can see how old they are, but you just never know how they were treated. Were they left out in the sun? Did it break down the materials? Were they left out in the rain? These are gonna affect the integrity of the helmet or you don't know if they were in a crash. So just play it safe and buy new. Then be sure to note the date of the manufacturer, which is on the sticker on the inside of the helmet, and be sure to throw it away once it reaches that five-year mark, especially if you have multiple kids and you hand things down, then you are gonna really need to watch that date a little more closely for the next kid in line. And But in that case, at least you know how well it's been treated, you know if it stayed out of the elements, you know if it's been in an accident or not, so that's fine. You just want to make sure that you don't go past that expiration date. Now, sadly, drowning is among the leading causes of accidental death in children. Drownings are the leading cause of injury and death for young children ages one to four. So when it comes to swimming and water and drowning, here are some tips. And it really all boils down to just not having any sense of security when it comes to kids and water. Don't rely on other people to notice your kids. Don't rely on flotation devices, whether they are Coast Guard approved or not, 
or swim skills or pool barriers. Now we have a pool in our backyard and I'm constantly counting heads above the water. One, two, three kids. Okay, where's the fourth one? Oh, there he is. Or I'll call out the name of the child just to get them to answer because when you have those big floaty things, I can't always see all their heads. Constantly I'm asking where they are if I cannot see them. No matter how good a swimmer they are, If I see them under the water, they better look like they're swimming or playing with some intention. By that, I mean that they're doing handstands, that they're actually swimming underwater, not just sort of hanging down there. And I wait to make sure they pop up within a few seconds. We had a pool fence up for a while when the kids were really little, but we did get them trained as early as possible for swimming. But one day, my younger kids were around five or six, I think, I look out and I see them and one of our neighbor boys stepping over the fence. They'd figured out a place where they could kind of squeeze through more easily, get over the fence and into the pool area. They were tall enough to kind of step over it. And then one of the steps behind the pool barrier over by the pool, it was high enough that they could reach onto it. And they also were sort of squeezing between the wall and using the wall to climb up and pulling up on the wall and then getting over that barrier and then onto that step on the other side. So the pool fence came down the next day. I didn't want a full sense of security. I knew if they were out there, I was going to have to watch them like a hawk. And that would just felt better about that than thinking that that pool fence was gonna keep anybody out anymore. If you have a young swimmer who isn't very skilled, you always wanna stay within arm's reach in the pool. No matter what type of flotation device they're wearing, you wanna stay within arm's length. Get your kids into swim lessons and not just the strokes, but survival. How to roll over onto their back and paddle themselves over to the edge and get out of the pool if they ever fall in. If they have this skill, they won't panic and they will get themselves out of the water. You wanna make sure they have this down well, but even then you don't wanna rely on it as a foolproof method, but just as an added layer of protection, just in case they happen to fall into a pool, they get knocked in by another kid or something, just that extra layer of protection that they won't panic and will have that skill to roll onto their back and paddle themselves to the shallow end or over to the edge and be able to get out. Now on the website at yourvillageonline.com is a class on summer safety and it covers these areas more in depth. The six steps to properly fitting a helmet with a handout with the instructions and pictures, my list of recommended sunblocks for kids and the amount of protection and effective ingredients in each of those sunblocks, more tips on pool and water safety, hiking and camping, the list of items that should go in a first aid kit both in the car and in the house, when and how often to replace items in those kits, in addition to the 50 plus other classes in positive discipline, development and health, the summer safety classes under the modern parenting section, again at yourvillageonline.com. Now, speaking of swimming, Tonight is the award ceremony for the first session of Junior Lifeguards. They do a run, swim, run event and the parents are invited to participate. So it's a run halfway around the lake, we swim across the lake, and then we finish up by running up the sand on the shore to the finish line. Last year I beat my son by almost a full minute, so this year he wants a rematch and he's gotten a lot faster at it, but I'm hoping to hold him off for at least this one more year. (laughs) So we'll see how this goes tonight. Next Friday, I head to Colorado to begin acclimating for my race in Boulder on August 3rd. So if you're in the area, feel free to stop by the race venue and say hi. I'll be in Silt for one night, in Breckenridge for two nights, and then in Littleton for a week before I head to Boulder on July 30th, where I will be until we leave town on the 4th after the race. I have been terrible about posting to Instagram. My Instagram, if you want to follow me, is ironmom2020 because I'm gonna do an Ironman next year in 2020, the year I turn 50. 
So I have been terrible about posting about much of anything between my kids on their summer break schedule, running your village, and closing in on this race when in the last few weeks this training gets pretty intense. But I will get back to posting more parenting stuff once I return. But while I'm gone, I'll be posting some photos of visits with family, friends, some training, the Ironman village, that type of stuff. But I will get back to the parenting stuff too, I promise. If you have a parenting question you'd like answered, send an email to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.